Hey everyone, I uh, just wanted to share a quick word with you from 1 John chapter 5, uh, verses 9 to 15. Uh, it says here, If we receive the testimony of men, the testimony of God is greater, for this is the testimony of God that He has borne concerning His Son. Whoever believes in the Son of God has the testimony in himself. Whoever does not believe God has made him a liar because he has not believed in the testimony that God has borne concerning his son. And this is the testimony that God gave us eternal life and this life is in his son. Whoever has the son has life. Whoever does not have the son of God does not have life. I write these things to you who believe in the name of the son of God that you may know that you have eternal life. And this is the confidence that we have toward Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. And if we know that He hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the requests that we have asked of Him. Well, there are a lot of testimonies that we incline our ears to that vie for our attention right now. Uh, there are testimonies given to us uh, by people in the news, Testimonies given by people in government. Uh, testimonies given by our neighbors and friends. Uh, testimonies we hear from our coworkers about just their their view on things, their experience of things. Um, and there's a testimony from God. Well, how much of the testimony from God is occupying uh, your thought life right now? Like if you were to do an honest uh, assessment of uh, how much of God's testimony is weighing on your uh, thought life, uh, what percentage would you say is it is? And if there's a discrepancy there, if, if you were to say, well, uh, about 90% or more of my thoughts are being informed by testimonies of men, and only about 10% or even less uh, of my thought life is is influenced by, informed by God's testimony, uh, then that's a serious problem. One of the reasons why we encourage uh, scripture meditation and reflection is so that we will restore that balance so that our minds are guarded in what is absolutely true, and that is the testimony of God. And when it comes to the testimony of God, it's quite simple. It is to draw us closer to the Son of God. And why? so that ultimately we realize that in Him we have eternal life. And that's so important for us to know right now. Uh, the same question can be posed about eternal life. How often do you think about your eternity? Uh, how much of your thought life is occupied by the temporary life, the physical life here on earth, and not your eternity in the resurrected body, in the new heaven and new earth, when Jesus brings His kingdom down to earth? Um, how much of your thought is there? How much of your hope is there? How much of your joy and your peace and security is there? Um, if we are not setting our eyes on things above, as Paul says in Colossians, then our, our eyes will be set on things below, and we will naturally be driven by a lot of insecurity, fear, and anxiety. Now, this then will affect the way we pray to the Lord. Uh, as it says here, uh, if we know that He hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the requests that we have asked of Him. Well, how do we know that we will have what we have asked of Him? Where well, He says right before that 
in verse 14, uh, this is the confidence that we have toward Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. Okay? And here's the third question that I would like us to consider, and that is how much of my prayer life right now is concerned about God's will? Uh, how am I praying according to His will right now? Uh, if I were to ask you and myself, you know, how am I praying according to my needs? I think we'll be able to very readily answer that question. Uh, but that's in a way praying according to our own will. But how will our prayer life be shaped if we were to begin to pray according to God's will? Uh, according to what we understand uh, to be His pleasure, uh, His kingdom, uh, His uh, definition of uh, righteousness and justice, mercy, generosity, and kindness, and diligence and faithfulness. If we were to pray according to His will, what would our prayer life look like and sound like? Let's meditate on these things together, and I hope that you will just take a moment then uh, to breathe this in, process this in your heart, and go to the Lord in prayer, and pray, pray according to this passage from 1 John chapter 5.